All right, I got cut off for some reason, and that's fine because I will exit out a few things to make sure this thing doesn't crash again. Block notifications. So now, let me exit out this ad. I think this is the reason why my shit, <clears throat> the reason why my shit ended last time, but I'm on the street.com. This will just be a continuation, but this will be a separate recording. Um, where was I at? All right, here. Um, crime and violence are on a rise. A recent retail workplace survey by Loss Prevention Magazine indicates that 60% of retail workers saw some form of violence on the job over the past 12 months. Of all the retailers hit by a rising tide of crime, Walmart may be hit the hardest, okay? The largest retailer in America has locations within 10 miles of 90% of the population. It's a cheap and convenient place to shop. But that's also what hindered it. Theft, oh, quote, theft is an issue. It's higher than what it's historically been. We've got safety measures, security measures, and we've put in place buy store location, end quote. Walmart CEO Doug McMillan told C CNBC in late 2022, quote, I think local law enforcement being staffed as being a good partner is part of the equation, and that's normally how we approach it. If that's not correct over the time, prices will be higher and stores will have to close. End quote. <clears throat> uh, just halfway through 2023, 22 Walmart stores had closed as of June. Uh, four of those stores were in Chicago alone. Eight were in Illinois. Um these stores lost tens of millions of dollars a year and their annual losses nearly doubled in just as the last five years. Walmart uh, wrote a press release following the Chicago closures, adding, quote, we have invested hundreds of millions of dollars in the city. It was hoped it was hoped that these investments would help improve our store's performance. Unfortunately, these efforts have not materially improved the fundamental business challenges our stores are facing, end quote. Some of these fundamental business challenges are violent and nonviolent crimes in more populous or urban areas. It all, it's also why two Atlanta-based Walmart locations closed after suspect arson, after suspected arson permanently uh, shuttered both the Hope, the Howell Mill Road and Vine City locations. Walmart is now planning to reopen the Vine City location with a major update. Let's continue. Walmart reopens with a police substation. While in the Howell Mill Road, Walmart will remain permanently closed. Atlanta Mayor Andre Dickens said the former 
Vine City Supercenter will reopen with a pharmacy, a grocery store, and police station to help combat crime and better serve the neighborhood. The previous superstore did not have this feature. Quote, uh, after talking with the merchants associated with MLK and Clerk University and other people in the community, folks were saying they want to see more police presence, end quote, Dickens said. When it reopened, the store will be a neighborhood market, which is typically one fifth the size of a super center. Um, officials believe an increased police presence will help prevent in-store crime and make shoplifters feel safer. Huh? Wait, police. All right. Officers believe an increased police presence will help to prevent in-store crime and make shop. Okay, my bad. Make shoppers feel safer. Okay, I thought it said shoplifters. Um, the substation will provide a place for police to for police to charge their phones and body cameras, as well as have meetings and file documents. What the fuck? Dickens added that he hopes the police station will help Walmart leadership feel confident that inventory shrinkage won't be as pervasive of an issue and hopefully prevent them from leaving, as was the case in Chicago. As for Walmart, it seems happy to stay in Atlanta so long as the situation remains viable. Quote, Walmart has a long history of supporting law enforcement, and we remain committed to helping them be successful in the communities we serve, providing local police uh, with a workplace inside stores isn't a new feature. And we see efforts like what's being considered for our future Vine City store as a way to better collaborate with law enforcement and support the community. End quote. Walmart told the street. So now, like I stated earlier, which I guess I was I was proved incorrect. When it comes to these people, they, in fact, could implement more law enforcement presence and that would prevent things from happening. Now, them saying that they're turning a Walmart into a police station, that seems to be kind of crazy. You know, that seems kind of crazy, if you ask me. But what do I know? I'm blah. I'm blah. I'm blah. All right, let me go through uh, something from uh, YouTube first. I wanted to finish that article because I found it very interesting. And why the fuck not? And while I'm at it, it is it is 1030 right now. But I do want to go through one video just so this would actually be worth sharing as a separate video. I don't want to do a seven minute quick video, right? Niggas would be like, what the? This nigga did a seven minute episode. Yeah, this ain't Facebook. We're not doing that. You dig? Um, hmm. We got ex-adult film star regrets making content. Oh, that's it. That's being played right now. Yeah. Yeah, we're dealing with the washed out mommies, the crash out, washed out mommies. Okay, the crashed out, washed out mommies. You dig? 
And a former porn star regrets doing what she does, man. Why not? I'm black. Hold up, hold up. I'm black. Like, I, like, I literally have said, like, I would sign an NDA and, like, never, like, let people know about our relationship. But, like, I actually, like, actually like you. So, confirm or deny, are you a pathological liar? So, but I'm not a f- anymore. I don't do porn anymore. But I, I literally said I would stop being a f- for you, and I literally stopped. Listen, you're an attractive one about the fact that you've done It was a hiccup. It is a hundred percent a deal breaker. Did this woman just say, listen, family, guys, (laughs) men, gentlemen, women, y'all can, y'all can relax. Y'all can, y'all can listen. Just don't get triggered. Did this bitch say sucking, sucking dick up was a hiccup? This bitch saying being a porn star was just a. Just a slip. Not that big of a deal. Got ran through on camera, but wasn't that big of a deal. But I said, I'm sorry, and I literally quit being a thought. Uh, thank you for your apology. And like, my like, I accept, I accept your apology for doing this. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just not gonna happen. Why and why? Like, because I used to be a whore. Like, used to? You still are. Jeez. Yo. Yo, shout out to the Whatever Podcast. You dig the clean. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't even call it clean. I would just say the dude Brian seems to be a regular guy, which makes it better than the typical guy who will crash out like me. But I'm not crashing out like Myron Gaines. That's that's a gimmick. That's an act. He's a fed. So you already, you can't trust the fed. Let's be honest. We can respect the Fed, but we can't trust the Fed. Like, really, think about it. Myron Gaines, he's a Fed. You know, he calls himself Frank Castle. Frank Castle wasn't a Fed; he was a soldier. Sir, you're a Fed. Okay, nigga, fuck out. Your agent, nigga, your agent Smith. Fuck out of here, nigga. Your agent Smith. You're an agent Smith. Fuck out of here, nigga. See, when I crash out. No, it's there's no there's no Frank Castle. Although shout out to Frank Castle. Shout out to the Punisher. I do have a Punisher tattoo. I am a fan of the Punisher. But see when I crash out, uh-uh. There's no Frank Castle involved. Uh-uh. Max Payne is involved. The black Max Payne. When I crash out, I crash out. Brian, from the Whatever Podcast, he's just calm, cool, and collective, right? Bitches, he, you notice he didn't raise his voice. He just told them, like, yeah, you, you used to be a whore, right? You used to be a porn star. Like, yeah, that's not going to work with me. The other bitch there, she just wanted to, she wanted to cash out. So she, she's the one that said, yeah, you're still a whore. So keep in mind, I want y'all to understand that dynamic that I just mentioned, right? The man didn't say anything, but just almost tried to reinstate what she just said. Like, you used to be a porn star. Okay. So you had sex with a lot of men. Okay. That's not going to work. That's all he said. But she said, oh, no, I, I used to be, you know, a porn star. I used to be a whore, but I used to be this and that. And then another woman had to tell her, no, you're still a whore. A man saying that, that's like, yo, that's the end of your career, kid. What are you talking about? The woman is God, a worshiper. Like, I actually like you, like, 
That woman right there, I mean, the self-declared former 304, is side chick material, not to mention she's almost certainly trolling. When women go through the carousel, they are simply unable to be innocent again, and their brains get fried. The carousel is a serious <laughs> matter, and that's why men vet women out there before putting a ring on it. A woman with extensive sexual experience, including corn, is the worst bet for corn. any man. She corn, might guys. Well, wait, who's responsible for this? Corn vids. Uh, man guide. Another man related. There's like man guide. Um, there's a lot of like manhood. What's another one? I forgot. But um, strong, successful male. Or is it strong, successful man? That's a good channel. Man Guide and all these other channels are like mid because the problem that I have with these videos is like certain guys have the freedom to say what they want because they're not even using their real voices. So I find it like low key, like on some coward shit, because if you have if you have the ability to protect your identity and protect your voice at the same time. You can get away with talking all the shit you want because you'll know that people won't know who you really are. You dig? So I always look at that as like suspect. Plus, these guys don't know what the fuck they really talk about or what they really want from guys. Because one moment they'll tell a guy, hey, go your own way. Don't deal with women, modern women. Then another, then in another video, they go, get your passports, leave the country, find women elsewhere. And it's like, wait, what's, what, what's going on? You know? But anyway, let's get back into the content because I think it's funny. Ex porn star, adult star, adult entertainer regrets making spicy content and now thinks she's entitled to high value men. An NDA and say that she'll honor you, but the past still remains. Women don't get that men are finally waking up. Why? Is it because men they are don't? suddenly sexist and misogynistic? Yes. Not at all. Yes. The fact of the matter is very Yes. Men are misogynist. You gotta go along with the narrative, right? That's the only way it works. I figured this out a long time ago. I remember um I remember there was a situation a while back. And my homeboy, who's down in Indiana, he lives in Indiana now, but he used to live around these parts in Jersey, central Jersey. And I had needed him one night pause because I was trying to stay over at this bitch's house, but it wasn't her house. It was it was her cousin's house. But whatever her family, like her parents and this other girl's parents went on vacation for like a week. And so I, I needed my boy to act like he was coming over so I can sleep over his house, over his apartment, which was like not too far away. Right. This was back when I was in high school and he was able to come over and I told him, yo, just come over knock on the door. When my mom answers, just ask her right away if I can sleep over there because we're going somewhere tomorrow. I, I told him to come up with some excuse and it worked. I'm like, bet. So I already had my bag and in my bag, cause I ended up staying over there for like two or three days, I think. And my other, my other boy from school, he showed up because he was dating 
the chick that I was dealing with's cousin at the time. So we used to just hang out and play Call of Duty and smoke weed for the, for the next two days. And then we would have, we would joke around. And I remember this shit because it was almost like one of those war story moments where it's like two guys who are close enough because the people that they're dealing with are close to each other. So they kind of share like war stories and what bitches complain about. It's like one of those like camaraderie, like, like two, like two random soldiers in a battlefield, like going back to back about the stories and the traumatic experiences. Cause that's all that shit was. And I remember saying to myself, when I got back, I remember just laughing. And I actually went to my boy's house when I got back. Cause I had them drop me off. Cause at the time in high school, at the time I was a senior and the bitch that I was dealing with was a junior, but she was already driving. So she was driving me around everywhere. So I had her drop me back off at my boy's house. She came up for a little bit, which kind of pissed me off because I was like, yo, I've already been around with you for like three or four days. I wasn't trying to be an asshole, but I'm like, yo, I'm feeling like like smothered right now. You know what I'm saying? Just being around a bitch. It had like we've been together at that point for about a year. So like the you can just imagine like being around somebody out of high school that you've already been with for a year. And then kind of like then people kind of just lingering on or always seeing what you're up to or the thing that bitches that I dealt with did would just randomly show up. I, I hate it when bitches randomly show up. They're not offering any pussy like I mean, sometimes they do, but it's like I got to go through like all your problems. You couldn't just call me and tell me like you're going to plan on coming over later. It wasn't that I would tell you not to come over. It's just I would I would rather know. It's like when you go on a couch, so you got everything to yourself, you got everything planned for the next day or everything planned later on, you kind of just want to sit back and relax. And then you get a phone call or then someone knocks on your door or like something stupid. Somebody hits you up on Facebook about something dumb. And it's like, oh, man, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to hear that shit. And I've been in those situations, especially dealing with women. And that's why I really talk about how I don't miss being with a lot of women. Because I realized looking back, it was really just holding me back in my potential and the things that I needed to accomplish and the things that I needed to do on my own. I didn't want people around. You know, when it's game time and it's time to focus on doing what I got to do, I incorporate less people as possible to prevent the inevitable distraction. You dig? Very easy to understand. Mind what she does, not what she says. That's the biggest piece of advice you can get. A woman might want to act right to get and even retain you for some time, but her true self will always be there. Check this out. I'm saying the only reason a man would be insecure about a woman's body count, my friends, is because they're insecure that they're not going to be able to satisfy the woman. This is not only false, but it really goes to show you how narcissistic certain women are. And it doesn't matter what it is they're talking about. If it's something of a man, it has to be from the man. It can't be something that a woman can do to make the situation better. It can't be something that involves the women being out of pocket. You dig? And that's what it is. It's ultimately women who are out of who are out of pocket. 
and they're out of pocket based on their decision making and then them going out there and sleeping around. So when she meets a guy who's perceived as a good guy and that good guy wants things or he doesn't he actually doesn't seek a woman who's hypersexual. Now, I know this seems difficult for women to understand because then you would ask, well, why does a woman want why does why women would ask why men would want sex not from a sexual woman because that's the whole mystique, right? That's the whole appeal of bitch that is attractive to men, right? So, like I said, the women who's sleeping around, the women who are being thoughts, like, yeah, you're going to be seen, but you're not really going to be heard, if that makes sense. Your presence will be seen, but your voices won't be heard because you already you already appeal a certain way. Um... A certain way that men can identify and be like, okay, this bitch is a hoe. And it ain't it ain't men's fault for their judgment when a woman is actually using that formula to get what she wants. Um she gets she gets what she wants out of society the way that she's getting it. And I hate to say it this way, but I can use several examples. I mean, we can use porn stars. We can use Lana Rhodes, a very attractive woman. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Lana Rhodes. She's a very attractive woman. And what she reminds me of, she reminds me of a girl that I knew, but she wasn't a whore though, but she had similar features. And and the thing about her, and this is when I was in high school, The thing about her compared to other women was when she was nice to you, you can tell that she was actually being courteous. She was being considerate. She's a nice person and she's also a nice looking person. I used to always tell her that, but I never I never flirted with her because I never looked at her that way. Meaning. And I'm being honest with myself, like I viewed myself as someone who if I had a woman like her, I would only corrupt her. You see what I mean? So she was very appealing. And from what I remember, when I was in when I was in 11th grade, she was in 10th grade and everybody liked her. or All the guys wanted to get with her because she was a virgin. And that was the whole thing. And so when guys saw her talking to me, they thought that I was just trying to hit it. And at that time, I had a girlfriend. And that kind of fucked up my relationship because the bitch now thought that I was trying to fuck this chick and she was just a cool person. But eventually she ran into one of my homeboys, right? And she got corrupted. You know what I mean? She got corrupted. It was brutal. You know, a guy took her virginity and then pretty much dumped her. And I remember always thinking that she had she had ill feelings towards me because I was so close to the guy and it was as if 
in a sense, I hooked that guy up with her, which I didn't. He just kind of got in where he fit in. And I'm not cock blocking because to me, that's corny. I already have a bitch anyway. It's just one of those situations. But like connecting it to Lana Rhodes, right? She was a she's attractive. But she does all of this inexcusable shit to have made money and made the impact that she's made. Now, she can look at that and go, well, that's what that's what I had to sacrifice to get to where I'm at. A lot of women use that talk. They use that type of narrative. And what it does is. Typical feminist like um, like in typical feminist feminist like fashion, right? They'll use it as victimhood. Well, I was in an industry that wasn't really good to me. It wasn't fair to me. You know, I've been mistreated. I've done this and that. They stayed in the industry. They cashed the checks. But when the well runs dry, you know, the, the eyes get a bit watery. You dig? The eyes get a bit watery when the well runs dry. Wait, hold up. Eyes get... Hold up. Damn, that's like lyrics. Hold up. I got to write that down. That's rough, dude. Damn, I be coming up with some crazy shit, man. Eyes get watery when the well runs dry. Jesus, that sounds like a gospel song. That's gospel. That's rough. Yo, eyes get watery. When the well runs dry. That's an episode. I'm going to save that. I saved it. Cool. Let's continue. Damn. Well, it's the other men in the body count. Actually, I'd be more concerned about the fact that your oxytocin receptors have densified to the point where you can't effectively pair bond. I'd be more concerned with the abnormal levels of sexual discipline and inhibition that emotionally healthy women tend to exhibit. I'd be more concerned about your impaired judgment when it comes to selecting a mate. I'd be more concerned about the fact that you're so desperate for emotional validation that you will willfully give your body to anybody. Concerned about the fact that you don't even receive orgasms from most of the men that you've dealt with because if you did, you would keep that guy around seeing as how elusive female orgasms typically are. Wow. I'm concerned about the fact that I'm dealing with an emotionally unhealthy woman who likely suffers from substance abuse and depression. Concerned about the emotional baggage. Concerned wow. about a hidden STI due to your increased risk. Cook. Concerned that I just increased my chances of divorce by Cook. 30%. Concerned that I just maximized my chances of being cooked. Concerned there's no long-term benefits. Uh, Man dropped all uh, the facts and rest assured that the hoes out there uh, are really offended. But they care about their stupid ideas schlack. while we care about the truth. In today's video, we're diving schlack. deep into why men are always concerned about the past of women. Oh, we got the we got the spicy. We got the spicy ad out of nowhere, man. We're gonna go through it though. We'll do that. I think there I think I can skip it. Bye-bye. Women and most importantly, white shakes with the past are never taken seriously. Uh-oh. Stick around because I'm sure you're going to love this one. A slap. But before we go any further, let me share the comment of the day. A Shout out to Robert Playdell. He said Hell has no fury like a woman in her 30s watching a man in his 40s dating a woman in her 20s. Damn. Well put. Rough. It really isn't. 
please don't forget to reach out to us by email to claim your $5 for that comment of oh. the day. As usual, guys, I'll pick one comment from each video. It may be the funniest, the most liked, or one that touched me, so don't forget to leave a comment, and you may be our next winner. Make sure to hit the like and subscribe buttons too, as it helps a lot. And now, back to the video. Chad, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is an animated, I guess, intro. I want to go back to what the, the what the text said. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Hold up, hold, hold, hold the fuck up. Hold up. My phone is apparently on 15%. I do have my handy dandy um, box neck tech 92%. I do have my charger with me. This is a USB outlet type of jam, so I'm going to plug that in momentarily. I don't want this phone, um, you know dying due to the battery so let me plug that in or should I plug my other yeah I'm gonna plug my other charger in I hope I have it on me I should I do I have this small USB charger in which it's actually the fastest USB charger that I have Sorry, man. This is a real nigga moment, man. I gotta make sure my make sure my shit is running smoothly. Plug that in. All right. So now we're now it's on and cracking. All right. Okay. We're charged up. Let's keep going. Make sure to hit the like and subscribe buttons too, as it helps a lot. And now back to the video. All right, hold up. This is, this is <laughs> I hate life, dude. Yo, this this uh this little intro. It's like this animated guy. He gets a text from his girl, and the text message goes. The text. He gets two messages. One message goes, "It's over. I can't be with you." The second message says, "Chad make seven figures." <laughs> Chad makes it doesn't even says makes it says Chad makes seven figures I'm dead bro niggas gotta chill <laughs> niggas gotta chill bro <laughs> embrace your masculinity <laughs> stop y'all corny bro y'all corny for that stop Embrace your masculinity. Hold on, I gotta bring that back. Niggas is bugging. What the fuck is wrong with these niggas? <laughs> Embrace your masculinity. <laughs> Alright, let's skip that. Alright, let's skip that. Jesus. If a woman... Here's the thing. Behaviors are deeper than you think. So it's not just that a girl slept with a hundred dudes. It's that shows you something else. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's all less than judging. I'm trying to observe the truth about people. So it's like, I've, I man, I used to throw. I think this is on fresh and fit. While this guy is just talking like 
absolute truth, the women around them look so depressed because they know that they are the women that he's talking about. And I think that is a cultural thing where it's like for a man to go, hey, you know, I'm looking for a woman with X, Y and Z and actually have a reasoning behind it. But I want a woman who doesn't have a lot of bodies because I'm looking for a wife. I'm not trying to look for a partner that I got to worry about where she's been, what she's been doing, etc. Seems like a reasonable explanation for a man. Women who spend most of their time being that woman that the man doesn't want, they'll spend half of their time trying to be things other than what she was. So she's a party animal until now she's 30 and now she has to figure out what she wants out of life and what she's going to get and how she's going to get it. And if she can still have high expectations with the look she has and what's her friends and family doing, what's their marital status and things of that nature. Throw parties in Hollywood. Girls will come. They're porn stars. Uh, I got to know it like every Hollywood party you'll have porn stars showing up but I found out porn stars a lot of people say they just had you know they just had a fucked up childhood that's about half of porn stars the other half they like sex you talk to these girls they're like ah I love it I get paid so that kind of girl I I like her as a friend but you don't have a kid with that kind of girl like fuck that because that shit just patterns persist man the, the old the old saying the chains of habit are too weak to be felt till they're too strong to be broken this is real common sense the man right there is not an average joe it's the one and only ty lopez an og in the make money online landscape i'm pretty sure you'd oh great let's use a grifter as an example yeah let's end this video sorry It's cool. Like, look, man, some of those guys know what they're talking about when it comes to women. And I get what I get why those people are seeked after. It's just a whole get rich quick scheme thing ruins their reputation. It's like it's like few people can really admit like realistically like that get rich quick shit is really like it's really a grift dog. Like, you know, like. It really be a grift, you dig? Like, and you know, some people, like I said, most of those people, they capitalize off of it. You dig? Like, they, that that's their bread and butter. And I'm not trying to step on toes, but they're not known for being, I mean, they're known for being pretty fraudulent, bro. Like, I'm just telling y'all, like, these people are known for being fraudulent. You dig? Like, they're known for being fraudulent people. Um, I believe like to an extent, a lot of these guys could help men outside of the grift, but they choose not to, or that will be something they do later on in life when they get enough money and they get, they get enough money from the grifters. I mean, not from the grifters, the grifters get enough money from sort of, you know, the scum, the desperate men who you know, they want to get rich quick scheme. They want to make money fast. You know, they want to do things fast. They don't, they don't want to work hard. And really like depending on who you are, and I'm at to pause this real quick because I got to find my lighter. Depending on who you are, you're going to get insight. However you get insight. You see what I mean? Cause you know, I, I see it as 
Like, and by the way, that may have seemed random because I was I had to find my lighter. So excuse the pause. But um, like for me in podcasting, I went through most of the guys. I went through most of the guys who are in that sort of top spot in terms of the manosphere, the red pill, whatever you want to call it, right? We went over videos from Kevin Samuels. We went over some clips from Rolo Tomasi. We went over even some clips from Richard Cooper. We went over clips involved with uh with Red Pill Lions. We went through clips involved Fresh and Fit. We went through things outside of the manosphere, sort of the Red Pill detractors, the Abba and Preaches, the, the playbacks. These are all... These aren't all people that I like, necessarily. But I've incorporated all of the content. I've mentioned all of these people in terms of what they've done because it's it's a talking point. And I consider myself a social commentator when it comes... Almost dropped my phone. When it comes to, like these type of situations and these subjects, I don't, I don't put myself in that male talking space or that man or male talking space like I used to, because I honestly feel that I've outgrown it, but at the same time, for the sake of content and the sake of social commentary, I still briefly go through them. I don't have an issue. Um, Pretty much my move into politics or my move into talking about more social commentary is just me evolving from sort of the red pill, man and woman, dating, relationship, talking point. And I feel that, honestly, for a lot of us men who've went over these things or we've listened to this from other content creators... It's kind of something that's already been gone through, right? There's not really much you could really do to add, um, add on to the situation. We can talk about personal situations. I talked about my personal situations, uh, uh, my relationships, right? I don't. I don't talk about it the same way that a lot of other guys talk about relationships, right? Because you would expect, you know, guys like myself um, to be more hateful or to have like more of just a hatred in general for women due to my like relationships or whatever. I've kind of grown to see it as me growing, learning from sort of the relationships and learning from the experiences, than to really sit back, waste my time, waste the audience's time listening, talking about how my relationship sucks and Relationships are bad and, you know, 
Although, in my own creative way, I kind of say it. I just don't feel the need to really harvest a genuine hatred for women based on previous relationships. That being said, I'm not a dummy. I look at I look at previous relationships as a learning experience. And I learn from those experiences. So I learn to not put myself in a situation where I'm once again fucking myself over over, you know, a woman or over a relationship or whatever, man. Um I I already I always go by in a sense that everything isn't for everybody. And I don't personally try to appease a audience, but I do understand like from my perspective and some of the things that I believe it may be seen as shock value to some, but for people that actually dealt with me, people that actually deal with me personally, you'll know a lot of shit that I talk about here is the shit that I talk about in reality. So for me, the podcasting situation or me just podcasting in general is just, I would see it as more easy to do because like, you know, there's a lot of things for me to currently talk about. And I don't have to stay on sort of this red pill. I think they called it a, the red pill bubble. Where it's like the only thing a person talks about is the red pill. The only thing a person talks about as a man is women. And like, what's that at the end of the day? A man sitting back complaining about bitches, right? Getting no bitches in the process. What is that really? Is that anything like beneficial? Is that anything meaningful? No, of course not. But a lot of guys will choose in a way to crash out. And for them, the ultimate the ultimate way of crashing out, and you'll see it. You'll see these uh, TFL guys. Hold on. You'll see these TFL guys, True Force Loneliness guys, right? And all they do is sit back, right? They sit back and do 15 minute, 15 minute YouTube videos to hour-long live stream YouTube videos complaining about women. It's like, man, like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, for that much, like, of time that you could put better in yourself, you spend that time complaining about women. Guys who work, like guys who, it's like, it's like one of those arguments that women come up with. Like, yeah, this guy's cool and all, but he plays video games. But it's like, yeah, does he work? Oh yeah, he works. He works, you know, such and such hours. What's wrong with a nigga playing video games? I really think, and I said this before, like when a man finds something that he loves to do outside of the woman, 
the woman is like very like almost standoffish about it. Right? It's like something that you like to do. Remember what I said earlier, or not earlier, but in the last episode, giving advice to young men in terms of like finding something that you're passionate about, but something that you can kind of keep to yourself, something that you can silently invest into, and it's something that you can eventually make happen, right? And it's one of those activities that's productive. It's one of those things that you don't need a lot of people to be involved in to make it happen. And like I said, it's really it's one of those things where you come to a realization where you you have something you like to do. Right. And you don't you don't care about other people's opinions on what you're doing, especially if what you're doing doesn't cause anybody any harm right so it's like you have an investment don't let everybody know about what the fuck you got going on right because you're not you're not really informing friends more so informing enemies i know people that end up getting robbed they get robbed why do they get robbed? Hmm. Rule one, don't talk about what money you're making, how much money you're making, what you plan on doing with your money on social media. Don't do any of that dumb shit. Some people, and I was telling, I was telling my nigga this earlier, who I got weed from, I was telling this nigga, like, some people are just designated crash, uh, crash test dummies. Some niggas are designated crash test dummies. Those are people that that are always involved in dummy missions. Or like they'll find themselves robbing someone. Right? They'll find themselves robbing somebody. Now, rather than just taking what y'all got and kind of just breaking even, no, they'll do that. They'll rob a nigga, and then they'll go on social media showing off the shit that they they robbed the guy from. So, you took something that was just in reality on the streets, and it could have stayed on the streets. But instead, niggas will rob a nigga. Like, think about the rappers, right? And, like, the rappers, they got jewelry, they got chains. They go into a community they're not really privy to. People see that shit, them stunting with all this jewelry as an insult. They're coming in to take everything. Rather than the guys just take the money, sell the merchandise, get as much money as they can from the merchandise, move on. They'll go on social media just to tell people, we robbed this rapper, this rapper that you guys like. We robbed him. Here's his chain. Here's his here's his watch. You know, here's everything he have. Right. These are crash test dummies. Some people, they don't have the ability to go beyond their elementary mindset that they have. They're retarded. They are. I believe that these are retarded people. Hold up. Put this sideways. My bad. I was charging my phone, so I had to hold my phone, which was weird. But 
there's people that are just willing to crash out. You see what I mean? And they don't have they don't have anybody else, anybody else's concern in mind. So those people, like I said, they go on dummy missions. And for those who don't know who, what a dummy mission is, let me briefly explain. So, like I said, it'll be a situation where it'll be a situation where you know nothing profitable is coming from that. The so-called mission, there's nothing profitable coming from it. So, if y'all, if y'all like, if you have a group of people like I had growing up that I hung around with, some people were involved with stealing and shit. Another person was selling drugs. Niggas is out here gang banging. Like that's kind of like essentially what I came up with, especially in high school. I was one of the squares. So I was chilling out with a lot of guys who were like notorious in certain areas, but I only known them for what I've interacted them about or what I interacted with them dealing with any other situation outside of street shit. But there would be a dummy, there would be a dummy mission, right? And a dummy mission, not a dummy mission, I think, what did I call it? Did it? Isn't it a dummy mission? It is a dummy mission. And what it is, is it's something that's not really concrete. Nothing set in stone. It's something, it's something that's poorly organized, poorly unorganized, I should say. Terribly unorganized. And it usually doesn't end well. You know, a dummy mission is like, like a hit in the mist, a severe hit in the mist, a hit in the mist that causes loss. When you take a loss, you take a, a huge L in the process. Like I said, niggas could have people set up, right? And they'll go, all right, we're going to have this nigga set up at such and such, such and such time. We're going to set this nigga up. And the guy goes, all right. So now... You don't know where the person located. You don't know where the guy's at. Y'all didn't organize shit. Y'all just riding around, wasting gas. Especially now. Niggas can't really waste gas like that. That's why I turned my car off just now. But you poorly organize a jukes, as they would call, a score. But you don't know where the nigga's located. Y'all just driving around. Then you finally see him. Okay. They're like, yo, he's he's right there. Now, look, I'm not exposing too much street shit, but I'm going to tell y'all a little bit of knowledge. When it comes to an operation like that, there's usually one person out of those. Let's say there's three people involved. Like I said, three niggas riding around. The person who's driving is the one to tell. (laughs) He's only the transporter. So when the police, when when something bad goes down and it's mission failed, he's going to be designed as the first one to tell. You dig? He's designed to be that first guy to tell. There's one guy 
who's crashing out. There is one guy who either has a gun, he's going to literally rob the guy. They're not strong arming him. They're literally using weapons to intimidate and shake the guy down. There's that one guy who's willing to crash out where if he has to, he'll shoot the nigga. Now, everybody else, <laughs> now everybody else isn't on board. They're like, listen, we just trying to get some money. The other nigga's like, man, fuck this. I'm getting it by any means, all right? The point I'm making is, regardless if the driver is only driving and the other guy who's with the guy with the gun is kind of chill, they're all still crash test dummies. Their their typical mission is a dummy mission. They put themselves at risk every time they talk about their bullshit on social media. They snitch on themselves every time they post something on social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. And I just find it funny, like, in in an urban sense, um, like, in an urban sense, what we have now is kind of this unrealistic mindset where people still believe that the streets is relevant in terms that the streets really has a moral code or an ethic and it doesn't that's the biggest lie ever when you got rappers who can snitch when you got rappers who can snitch freely Still travel the world, get in trouble in the Dominican Republic. We talking about six nine. Go back to New York beforehand, and had niggas from a projects in New York stamp his approval of being in New York. That's crazy. There is no more street code. And to the blacks out there, there's a better way. You don't got to be out there roaming the streets. There's enough opportunity that's available to you that the people before you did not have. We got to just start making better decisions. And rather than participate in a lot of the bullshit that's going on, a lot of the looting. I remember talking about this in the episode that I, I, I attempted to do last night that I deleted. Where... These uh, group of black women beat up a white woman because she had braids. They beat her up. Racism. Racism. And what's crazy about it is white people can't outwardly say, like, hey, that's fucking racist. Why are these black people beating up random whites? Oh, because they have braids? Like, are you fucking serious? Really? And then I said something controversial to the extent that I've never heard a situation where groups of white women were beating up blacks ever. But now, for some reason, when a white woman decides to get dreads or get braids, that's supposed to be an insult to black women because, well, I don't get it. Like, And ironically enough, when they have dreads, that's their hair. When they get braids, that's their hair. At least for 75% of them who get these 
hairstyles. They very few of them have hair extensions. That's their hair. For a group of black women to just go around beating up white women because they got their real hair and they're actually influenced by your culture. Rather than you hating them for it, you should probably have, you know, there you should be flattered by the fact that these white people want to use the hairstyles and the routine that y'all use. You use the same white women weight. Y'all use the same white women weight uh, makeup. The same white women makeup, y'all put European um, shit on top of your scalp, but you're talking about these white bitches with braids. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. I'm blah. Under an hour, it's close to uh, 1130. This would almost, this will wrap up three hours, three hours of recording. I have a lot of things that I can share tonight. Some things, well, actually, it's 1120, so I'm not sharing none of my things until tomorrow. So it will seem as if I only recorded once. <coughs> it will seem as if I only recorded once a day. In reality, I recorded three times and only had one time to share and upload what I'd done. But anyway, I mean, Sunday Night Heat. And this is the Sunday night sizzle. We do the Sunday night heat first and then the hour long extra. This is the Sunday night sizzle. We went through an article from the streets.com dealing with these uh, shopping centers. Walmart is actually getting police involved, literally having police stations installed in Walmart. So y'all niggas fucked up. Y'all niggas ain't getting away with that shit anymore. What the... Jersey Judah, another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.